I've got with me the handsomest man in the galaxy. Even uh, with the moustache. Even with the moustache. Now, I was going to ask you about that. That is all done for charity, isn't it? Yeah, so I've done it three times now. So we raised, we raised quite a lot of money, actually, for Movember. Like, we did it as a school. I think it's 4,000 4, plus. Yeah, it was it? quite a bit of money. Um, but then I've just kept it. For no reason, really. I just thought I would keep it, see how long I can grow it. And I said, I would, I said to Christy I would keep it until his wife arrived uh, to, to China because she's, she's been slightly delayed coming. But I said to him, I've got to shave it off this weekend because it's just too annoying. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just things get stuck in it and it's like itchy. And, like, and you have to wash it as well. Of course, because it gets yeah. a bit, it gets a bit nifty, doesn't it? So it gets a bit dusty. So then, like sometimes, I'm sitting in my apartment at night and I'm like sneezing, like I've got an, <laughs> like yeah, because I'm allergic to dogs. It feels like there's like dogs in the in the apartment. <laughs> it's not good. It's got to go. And also, my Chinese friend, his kids won't talk to me. Really? Yeah, because they're a bit funny with facial hair in China. They're not as au fait as we are. Oh right, yeah, I there's did a different not a different attitude to it. Yeah. So they think it's like. Um, I don't know. They're, yeah, different. Not because it's quite cool and trendy, obviously, in the UK to have facial hair. Like everyone has a beard, and it's a yeah. thing, isn't it? Men's grooming. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. It's very. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I'm when I'm back in the UK, I, I go to my barber. Yeah. And and she actually shaves the shape of the yeah. of the beard, which I love. It looks. And, and there's that whole uh, culture of like Saturday morning, getting your hair cut, getting your beard like trimmed, and there's all these different oils you can get. And like, I only know this because I've got friends. Mm. with beards but in China it's quite different like most of the guys are clean shaven you don't really see them with facial hair That's but you have a think about it I, I'd never yeah. I, until you said that I had yeah. never ever yeah. twigged that yeah, yeah they yeah. don't yeah it's, I suppose it, it must have been like that in the UK long, like at some point I don't really know it just kind of goes in and out of fashion well I, I always remember when when I was growing up my uncle Uncle Dave he always had one of these like Errol Flynn must, uh, moustaches mm. uh, and that was true trimmed yeah. very thin yeah. so it came down there and was yeah. thin on the top lip I used to think it was great look yeah. dead cool yeah. so I've always remembered well it would have done then yeah oh yeah just not, it wouldn't have looked good now people, yeah <laughs> and that's the thing I've just got people coming up to me like some people think it's funny which I like that's great and then the kids just kind of get used to it like they thought it was funny at the beginning but then there's some people come up to me and they're like when are you going to shave that <laughs> off like seriously and they're like and it's a bit of a difficult conversation. <laughs> I'm like, can you just like, how does it affect you? <laughs> but it's happened about five times. I'm like, seriously, like, yeah, get when are you going to shave it off? It's terrible. <laughs> now, it's are like, you are you going to uh, have you worked out the plan to remove it? Um, I'm just think I'm just going to use a trimmer just to get the first bit off, and yeah. then just my normal razor. Normal razor. Yeah. Quite looking forward to it. Yeah. It's been a bit of a you know, been a bit of a joke. It's been quite funny. Sent a few pictures to home. Prove to myself that I can grow a moustache now, <laughs> whereas I probably couldn't in my twenties. So no, that's good. No. But it's got to go now. Well, go. I, a, a big thank you to to everybody that got involved for the yeah. money that was raised, and yeah. and there were some very dodgy moustaches. Yours isn't. Yours is very good. I like it. It's, yeah, it it's, funny, it's yeah. okay. When are you getting it off? <laughs> this Saturday morning. I think, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, let's. Uh, in case you're wondering why we're talking about mustaches, it's been uh, Movember, and uh, everybody. This this actually this school. Um, it, I've, I've been in other places where they've done this, but not not as much as this. This has been great. Mm. You know, photographs, competitions, hair being coloured, funds raised, uh, great, mm. fantastic. 
But uh, let's let's talk about if you walked in, it's not all about that. It's about sport. Jason Billows is director of sport, and this is our sportscast sportscast number nine. nine. Yes, yeah. number nine. Yeah. I'm on it. And uh, we're talking about the um, well. I know what's recently happened. We've had basketball. Yeah. Let's talk about them in the order that it happens. So okay. We'll talk about the, the nursery okay. sports days to begin with. So that was really well organised and led by uh, Tim and Christy in the PE department. Tim's head of PE in Wellington. Christy's just joined us from Scotland. And the nursery teachers all, all took ownership of, their, of the event. Um, Christy and Tim were just there to kind of coordinate the day, be on the microphone, and just make sure everyone was moving around correctly. So there was, it was over two days. And for, especially for the early years one and two, it's amazing that they actually even have a sports day, you know, because I think at most schools they probably wouldn't, first of all. Um, and it's a, not, it's a long morning for them. And I think they did really well. So there's a few people crying, but there always is. Um, was that, that wasn't Marty, was it? <laughs> it wasn't Marty, no. But Marty's kid was there. Yeah. Yeah, Marty's yeah, daughter yeah, was there, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, I, it's, an ama- it's, a, it's a great, it is a great two days. Um, and I remember putting it together in the first year when there's a lady called Jacqueline was here and then we did it again second year and it looked looked the best one that they've that they've done this Good. year and, uh, and well uh, the, did the parents do the the race my parents did the race I don't know what it's called but it's basically a sheet basically a round cylinder I don't know well, how to describe I, it. I described it to someone like a tank track Going yes, around like wheels. a tank track, yeah. But, but no wheels, you just yeah, have the people you've got to move inside. your feet, move your hands to try and make the, the tank track go around. Yeah, it's not a cylinder. I don't know how you'd describe it, but like um, yeah, a piece yeah. of fabric that went round. There's probably like 10 people in the side and then 10 teachers. And I think the parents might have won. Well, they, 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 they? they won know. last year. I mean, did I wasn't there. And the reason I mentioned Marty uh, jokingly, he actually led that. Uh, and did did everything, yeah. sorted the music, got it yeah. all all in place. And he said, uh, what, what do I do when my daughter's involved? I said, cheer as loud as you can because yeah, you've got the microphone. Can, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That little voice in the corner, that little voice is a very large man and he's head of sport, well, actually more than that, director of sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's in. And we're talking about what's going on for our sportscast. This is sportscast number, number nine. nine. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that'd be a great to hear. Sportscast number, number nine. nine. It just sounds good, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can start our own little <laughs> duet if we wanted to. That's... Maybe not. Uh, right, and uh, we've been talking about our nursery doing the sports, e- early yeah. years sports the day. athletes of the future. Yes, indeed, and uh, they love it. They do love yeah, it. Yeah, they did love it. Yeah. And it, it, It's great for the parents as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you can, you can just cheer them on, can't you? Yeah, I think it made like a great marketing post because, as I said, most schools wouldn't do that. I think for that young down, like I know, for example, and well, I name Hongzhou International School. They don't do their PE department don't do PE below grade three. Huh? So we do we do lots of PE with grade one and two. We do swimming with them every week. Uh, we're going to have a full time PE teacher in the nursery next year. So hopefully that will make a huge difference in the future. Once again. We're leading the field. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And we are well thought of because uh, when I was doing uh, the sport and the outside fields, the football and all that, uh, I always have a talk to the visiting people, so it's nice to welcome them. Mm. And the comments about what, what you and the team do, fabulous, mate. They love you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I meant to that. tell you that. So who is that then? Who that was, that? Uh, was it Mike from... Um, 
Is your opposite number in the football? Um, oh, Mark. 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 Yeah, Mark. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very guy, nice. Yeah. From from Landon, I think. From Landon. Yeah, from right? King. Yeah, <laughs> King School. That's so it's it, King, School King School in. Um, yeah. But he taught at King School in, in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King's College. Yeah, in Wimbledon. Very nice guy, and I say full of praise for you oh, and, good, yeah. and the department. Uh, we, we, yeah, we really like Kings. We're playing them again at basketball 21st of January. Just organised that. Great. Uh, us and us, them and Hongzhou. International school, yeah. Well, you're Take talking cares. about basketball. Yeah. Let's talk about the basketball yeah, that so the has last, just been. Yeah, so we've got a really keen set of players uh, in grade 7, 8 and 9. Um, a lot of them in grade 8, a lot of them in grade 9, but there are a few grade 7 players. There's a really good girl. Uh, in grade six, called Helen Dye. Um, she, yeah, she's excellent. I just saw her just practicing in the gym actually at break time. She was, like, she's come on so much. Um, so they've been training in SAs on Thursday, and then we had a three-way tournament uh, on the third of December, I think it was. Um, so it was ourselves, uh, Kings. So they were the first games. Then uh, a school called Yungwo School, which is like the Alibaba School. Arrived afterwards, and then we played against play, played against them. Uh, they actually bought a grade ten team because they only have they're very separate. So they have like a a primary school, like a junior high, a middle school like we do, and then I'm not sure what they call the next one. Maybe high school or in Chinese, I know they say like bigger junior school. Say it in Chinese if you want to say. Yes, yeah, so it means like a bit higher junior high school, but I don't know. Maybe high school in English. Uh, so they only had a grade ten team, so they were a bit, a little bit bigger than us. So on on that day, our boys um, lost narrow, quite narrowly to both teams, but it was very really good learning experience. And we've got a good plan for them going into January. We're going to do a separate. We're going to have one one squad training three till four in SA time, and then basically our, our B team squad, and then our A team squad will do. We're still kind of going through the plans for this. I haven't had it completely confirmed, but the plan will be they will be doing some work from three till four, catching up on some prep if they need to in the library, and then they will be in the gym for four o'clock until five o'clock to get a full one-hour session uh, with kind of no disturbances and have the full gym floor, which we've we've never done before. It's a good idea. Yeah, it was actually Robert's idea. So Rob's my line manager now. Yeah, so it's Rob's idea. Um, but we've kind of been putting that into action the last day or two. Hopefully, have it running for the first week in January. I think that'll make a big, make a big difference. Um, because at the moment, with the way that SAs are set up, people meet in the gym at the beginning and they meet in the gym at the end. So we don't get enough training time for those boys, and they need it. Whereas on the field, it's no problem because everyone meets on the field. And you can train from 3 o'clock and you can finish at 4 o'clock because they have their bags out there and they just get the bus straight afterwards. Whereas in the gym, it's a bit more, yeah. bit more problematic. So we have to think of a different plan. So I'm excited about that. I, I like... I like just, sorry, go. And the girls, just although the boys narrowly lost twice, I've been talking about the boys a lot, just because I know they're just so keen. Like When I was, when I was in Ming House in the first year, they would, they would play every night. So they would, they would do basketball and PE. And they'd be playing basketball like from seven o'clock till nine o'clock. They just love it. They're playing at like lunchtime, break time, um, and they just, you know, that's all they kind of want to do. So we really want to push those, push those boys. But the girls were fantastic as well. Been doing a lot of training with uh, Miss Jang and uh, Tim, Emily and Tim, and they beat Kings. Star player was a girl called Cicely 
in grade eight, uh, who is the captain. Probably her and Helen. So Helen's playing. Helen's in grade six, playing girls that are in grade nine, and she holds her own. She's very good. Yeah, really impressed with with her. So they were they were great as well, the girls. So we're looking forward to taking them to Kings on the twenty first of January. This is the sportscast on Jukebox with Jason. Jason Billows, director of sport, and it's number nine. It's number the nine. Number nine. We love it. We love it. So we talked about basketball. We talked about uh, sports, day. sports day. Swimming now. Yeah. So the swimming was last Saturday at King's College. They they hosted their annual Hyzax competition. They have a really nice pool, fifty meter. It's got like a seating area, a bit like our athletics track. So we've got a much better athletics track and artificial pitch, but they have a, they have a great swimming pool. Um, as is pretty good for training, but for hosting those events, Kings is probably the best one uh, in Hongzhou. Really nice. So we had a set. We had a Wellington team and a Huayli team. Um, all the swimmers competed really hard. Uh, there were some really good individual performances, uh, particularly from uh, Grade Nine Sharon Tian, uh, Grade Seven Oscar Zhao, um, Year Year Nine Jacob Perry was very good, um, and. I think she's in grade seven. Miranda Miao was very good as well. Uh, I've um, heard her name a lot, actually. Yeah, Charles Huang in grade six was, was good as well. He won about three three golds. So he had some good individual performances, but when the overall points were taken into account, not the best day for us. But lots of positives to take from it. And um, we're, as I was just saying to you off off air, we're gonna, we, we've talked about changing our... Adding some, adding an additional training session uh, to our program in semester two, and changing the focus of essays, which will be purely dedicated towards team training. So, simply the best forty swimmers across Whaley and Wellington training together on those nights. So there's three dedicated nights, and if the kids want to, they can come to all three um, with an additional session on Monday, which I still haven't had confirmed. But for the primary kids. Uh, for the kids in primary, for those ones that uh, don't have a lesson from three till four. So we'll do an extra session then. I think that will make a big difference. Not straight away, but for, you know, if the kids want to do it, they can do four sessions a week. Even if they do three sessions a week, if they can put that together for the whole of semester two, that puts them in a great position for next academic year. That's very good. And a uh, bit of history, wasn't it, with the swimming? Because that was the first time you'd used Whaley and... Second time. Sorry, second time. Yeah, so because we had an invitational competition in October where we took two teams. This was the second time we've done it. Um, but I think that's a great achievement in itself because they've been training every Monday from the start of the academic year with Tim. Uh, that will be, be managed by him in semester two, but most of the coaching will be done by the swimming team uh, moving forward. So we've got high hopes for them. Um, and the swimming team in general, like the ki- the kids really love swimming, the parents love swimming, um, and along alongside synchronized swimming, it's one of our one of our major sports. And we've got a, a specialist with the synchronized, haven't we? Yeah, Karen. Yeah, so she has a long and established history in synchronized swimming. Competed at the Youth Olympics. Um, can't tell you what year it was, but she did compete <laughs> at the Youth Olympics. Um, and yeah, she's got you know big experience of synchronized swimming runs her own uh, synchronized swimming company outside of school and uh and the kids are yeah the girls really love that as well so they've done we've done one competition in synchronized swimming which we hosted schools from shanghai beijing guangzhou uh that was 
2019, so quite a long time ago. But we will be doing another performance in January on a Friday. I can't remember which one it is, but but yeah, we're looking forward to that as well. Just to, just to show the parents what we can do. So obviously we won't be competing against anyone. But, show, but show, just, showing yeah, skills. Just showing them what they've been working on, basically. Uh, we aim to do two of those every year and then at least go to one competition, maybe two competitions a year. But it's, they're not as frequent as the swimming because we're probably the only school in Hongzhou that does it, which is a nice, unique selling point of the department. But it does mean that there's not many people to to compete against. Yeah. Now, you mentioned when you came in, we were chatting away, and I've seen this a lot on people's emails, year-end data. What's all that mean? Yeah, so <laughs> so it's the you know a tough time for every teacher in every subject this report writing season and in the Huayi school and Wellington I suppose we've used the same model we we report on everyone at the same time whereas my experience from home you might have say you have like eight year groups you might do one two and three at one time then four five six at another time seven and eight at, at another time but here there's there's four reporting cycles first one's quite an easy one it's just a progress report an attainment and an effort grade the second one's a full written report uh positives and improvements the kids can make with the attainment and effort grade as well and then the second the third one's progress report and then the final one's the big the big end of year report so we're just in the middle of that trying to you know most people are writing about 100 reports uh in in pe probably a hundred yeah four classes um which is I'm not sure how other subjects do. I know some people, for example, if you if you work in a subject where you may be a one-man band or a two-man band, a lot maybe 300 reports. Ooh, wow. Yeah, but if you're some of the core subjects, they might teach one class more than one time, so maybe a few less reports, but theirs need to be much more detailed. So everyone's really putting a shift in uh, for the reports in now, and we're just making sure we've got, you know, we've assessed the kids properly, have we done their age-related expectations correctly? Uh, we've got to bear in mind the assessment structure that we have here at Wellington. So, um, you know, it's it's all about predicting where they're going to be at the end of the year and thinking about when they go into the next grade or the next year where they will be, as well, and thinking about which students we want to we want to try and pick up for GCSE. Wow! Yeah, wow. it's quite a lot that goes into it, and just make sure they're consistent as well. We're giving the same message. In I, our reports, there's some kind of structure to it. I did not realise there was that. I know, I know th- that it's that time because you, you hear mm. people say, "Oh, I've got these." Uh, but but um, that information is vital for everybody, isn't it? Parents, the pupils, yeah, the team, everybody. Yeah, because obviously it means a lot to the, to the kids and and the parents. Um, and you've also on top of that as well, you've got to make sure it's it's professionally written. So you know, PE teachers are not very bright. <laughs> got to make sure that you know. You know, we've got all the words spelt correctly. It makes sense. Um, you've got the right commas in the right places, semicolons, all that kind of thing. So once we've written them, uh, should be in by tomorrow. We've got to proofread each other's and then have a nice rest over the winter The winter break. We've got like, a, is it 10 days off? And then when we come back on January the 4th, upload them onto ISAMS for SLT proofreading. That is the plan. Great. And then done and dusted for another few months, <laughs> concentrate on something else. But... It's quite, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a stress getting it all together um, and just making it. The main thing is, I know at my last schools, everyone would just write their own their own report. So depending on what teacher you've got, it'd be a completely different message. 
Yeah, I, I think, talking I about think different the joined things. up one's much better. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like when you've got more, you know, in this the kind of situation we're in here at Whaley, like it's okay for Tim and I can just talk to each other for the Wellington classes, but for Whaley, you've got five classes in every grade. You can't have, you know, different people saying completely different things. Yeah, and also we've got Chinese staff in our department as well, so they all write in Chinese. We're writing Western people write in English. Um, so that's another another kind of thing you've got to think about. Goodness me, and I yeah. just thought you were out there playing football. Yeah, That's what most people think. <laughs> <laughs> just give him a ball. Give him a ball. Give him a ball, up you go. Uh, now, weather. Weather's important in your field, isn't it? Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that. More so here than I think my two schools at home, because at home you just do rugby for the first term. Uh, in the two schools I taught in, it was football for the second term for boys, cricket for the third term, so... In in the rugby seasons, normally pretty much okay throughout the whole until December, January. You know, January it might snow, so you might have a few football games called off, or it might be a frozen pitch. Sometimes you might have to come inside, do an alternative plan for that. Um, but normally okay. You know what the weather's like at home, mild most of the time. Um, if it rained, you just unless it was throwing it down. With the older ones, you'd just be out there. Tough it out. Yeah. If it was cold, again, you just you know you'd wrap up stick it out uh cold for the uk anyway and then obviously cricket if it rained is a little bit more tricky you might have to use a few classrooms think of a few alternative activities but here as you have you've kind of experienced recently when it gets cold it is, it is really cold so the younger ones you can't really go outside so we've got to use the gym and be a bit more strategic in what we're doing um and the older ones we've we've plugged along with football so far but it might be too cold when we come back so we have to be inside a bit more. So we're into block two now, PE. So we are doing football. Um, but for my classes, like with, with the younger ones, just been using the same area in the gym and just trying to just trying to think a bit more about how I can keep them all is active that, at the same time. Is that like five a side or three a side or what do you do in the gym? If it's football, just focus on more on individual skills. And they might do a bit of five a side and do maybe like a three, maybe like eight a side, three team rotation. Um, but you're not going to be doing long passing you know you're not going to be doing shooting you've got to adapt your lesson a bit but to be honest with the football it's been dry there's no rain so they've been outside um, just all the pupils allowed to wear their coats which is not you know you, football skills aren't going to be completely perfect with a big coat on but it's better than being cold and they can manage it <laughs> Yeah, manage yeah. it for two periods but the younger ones just been keeping them in the gym um, been having some good lessons actually we've just been just been thinking how you can utilise you know, a relatively small space with 24 kids. So I've been doing a lot of catching, a lot of passing, a lot of um, throwing and keeping up their skipping because that's something they need to be good at for the physical testing for the government. Well, I've, I've noticed that there's a lot of skipping and, and I hadn't noticed it until mm. you'd said it, mm. but that I see a lot of kids doing skipping. Oh, at break time. I, well, I've time. seen a few people doing it, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I can't do it. I, I, I look yeah, terrible. So it's one of, the, um, one of the tests they have to do for their physical check uh so if you're if you get over if you get over like around 130 or more then you're doing pretty well it's like top points but some of the kids can do 180 oh to be but young. it's just a practice it is just like practicing at home just getting a rope which all the all the pupils have access to from Taobao and just practicing at home very mm. good yeah now then, uh, I didn't ask you about your oasis. Shall I pick one, or do you do you want to pick one? Uh, 
or Champagne Supernova. Champagne Supernova. That was the one oh, from the documentary. That yes, I was yes. See, uh, let's just uh, pull that one up. Champagne Supernova. Let's put it in here. Uh, put it there. And if I go here. Magic. Right, it's on. Well, it will be in a minute. Mm. Final points. Final points are it's been a long, not quite the end of the semester, but it's end of the term for Wellington. Um, but it's it's always a bit of a long stretch from this because we have quite a short term up until the golden week, and then it's a disproportionately, dis, disproportionately, disproportionately longer term, uh, longer stretch up until Christmas. Um, but with everything that's happened, I think especially like taking last semester into account with the with the virus, um, not having everyone here at the start of the at the start of the academic year. Um, I think we you know like everyone in all subjects should be really proud of what we've managed to do like keep keep the show going as it were um and since you know christie's arrived and we had jack back from mass emily and nathan back from mass we started the fixtures again and it's been really enjoyable um and i hope that we can just kick on with that next semester we've got a few more weekend commitments going into semester two and I'm really looking excited to the new plan with the basketball, the new plan with the swimming. Really happy with the way the football's working. Um, and we've got some, because I think they've been doing some good, it's all about consistent sessions. I think you can do a good session now and now, every now and again, but having a good hour to train every week. And that's where the improvement yeah, comes. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to build on that. So we're going to do two, two one-hour sessions for the football team going into next semester. Um, and just hoping, hoping they can just keep improving at the tournaments, which I'm sure they will. And just keep trying to, you know, keep the team together, keep building on that for academic year. What will be 2021, which will be my fourth year here. Wow. So yeah, so I think I think coming up here, that's probably one of the few times to kind of sit and reflect on what we've been doing. So just getting on with everything all the time. There's always something new, something crazy has always happened. Like you know, two days ago the basketball nets fell down. And I've got to buy some new ones and. <laughs> Like, but mad, you're always so. very welcome here. I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed. I learned an awful lot about what's going on, and I can talk to people around it. And they go, "Well, you know a lot about sport. Uh, you should be listening to the podcast." <laughs> or is it probably not? <laughs> but well, they should be. Well, they are. They are. They we, are. We're getting, yeah, we're getting feedback from it. It's good. It's good. Now, then, are they really? Yeah. I've never thought about like yeah. as I said to them. It's not important how many people are listening to it, but it's the process of doing it. Well, it's good. It's it's uh, what it gets it all out, and it's also it's a place. Uh, where you can point people because I know everyone listens to the radio, but like, are they so the people are listening? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah getting, getting individual feedback from people saying, Oh, I listen to this, listen to that. Oh, that so is that's good. good. Yeah, and if you are a first time listener, thank you very much indeed. We do this during a live program and uh, and then we turn it into a podcast, mm. a sportscast, actually, sportcast. a sportcast. And uh, Oasis has been requested by Jason. Yes. We're going to play the whole lot. We don't normally Watch do this, in. but uh, Champagne Supernova by oh, thanks, Oasis. Baz. All right. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. See you next week. Yeah. How many lives are living strange Where were you while we 
faster than a cannonball Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me Caught beneath the landslide In a champagne supernova in the sky Someday you will find me Caught beneath the landslide In a champagne supernova A champagne supernova in the sky
this Christmas. Join all of us here at Jukebox. For the best Christmas music and the best festive shows. From the Wellington Academy, Wellington College, and even here in China. This is the voice of the Wellington family. Jukebox.